Hello there, and welcome to another episode of Wellbeing Wednesdays, which is a short mini episode designed to be under 10 minutes, really designed, again, just as the term or as the name suggests, to enhance your overall well-being. This is Dr. Enno by way of introduction, and I am the host of this podcast, Thriving While Golden. Today, I'd like to discuss a topic about the difference between movement and exercise. Now, I'm bringing this up because just recently, I happen to have what I I would describe as a humorous episode with my Apple Watch. And this is what happened. So I have a dog, a Maltese Yorkie. His name is Jake. And Jake loves to go on walks. And so every day I take Jake on a walk, I simply put on the movement, in other words, the exercise app on my Apple Watch, and we go on a walk. So... Last week, Jake and I went on what I thought was an hour-long walk. We walked a total of about two miles. And when I got home and stopped the exercise feature, guess how many minutes of exercise I had gotten for the entire, in quotes, 60-minute walk. I got the grand prize total of only five minutes, which got me thinking. So there we are thinking we are exercising because we have pressed the exercise option on our watches or our fitness devices. However, we are shorted a total of like what for me That was a total of about 55 minutes. So how did this happen? Was the watch experiencing an error? Um, What exactly was going on? Which brings me to the topic of the difference between movement and exercise. So a lot of times in order not to trigger patients or clients, I tend to use the term, let's talk more about movement. However, movement and exercise are not the same thing. So let's go into exercise. And when I'm speaking about exercise in this context, I'm speaking specifically about aerobic exercise, which is defined as the increase in physical activity and intensity, which boosts the function of the heart and pumps blood throughout the body. So aerobic exercise usually involves increasing the heart rate and increasing the pumping action of the heart in order to distribute more blood into the cells. And this is one of the ways that aerobic exercise, which we commonly call exercise, improves our overall physical health and well-being by increasing the pumping action and by that way increasing the distribution of oxygen and nutrients to our cells. Now, this is very different from just movement. And in fact, let's just get back to the Apple Watch or any other fitness device. Usually you have a feature that speaks about or that 
points towards how many times or how many hours in the day that you are moving. So movement is quite distinct from exercise. And so in this case, movement may have involved, in my case, movement involved just walking the dog in the neighborhood without necessarily increasing the pumping action of my heart. Now, for some people, for some people who may not be as accustomed or may not be involved in intense physical activity, it may be that a walking the dog around the neighborhood for 60 minutes could serve as physical exercise for you. But for somebody like me, and I'm, I'm not boasting, I'm just pointing out that for somebody like me who's accustomed to riding a Peloton or running, it takes a whole lot more to get my heart pumping a lot faster in order to qualify for exercise. So that is the clear distinction between exercise and movement. Which brings me to the next point. Movement in itself is very important. So I still got some benefits from walking Jake around the neighborhood. And by the way, walking Jake around the neighborhood really entails him stopping at every tree, sniffing under every bush, pooping, of course, and peeing, uh, and in quotes, marking his territory. So that's one of the reasons why we could walk for an hour. And we did walk two miles. I'll give Jake credit. We didn't walk two miles but in, in, in an hour, but I really was not extending myself. He may have been because, you know, he's he's a little dog and he's he, he literally was running from bush to bush or from, from grass spot to grass spot. But movement in itself is very important. And one of the reasons is because movement helps balance being sedentary, which is not moving at all. So you may again have looked at your Apple Watch or your any other fitness device, and it's set to encourage movement every hour up to 12 hours a day, which helps reduce your risk. It's been found that being sedentary actually increases your risk of several cancers, notably things like colon cancer um, could be increased by not moving a whole lot. So you want to make sure that even though you may not necessarily be getting exercise, that you consistently move several minutes every hour. So that's very important. So you know, for those who kind of get frustrated with their with their Apple Watches or the fitness device and say, hey, you know, I, 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 I walked for an entire hour and I only got credit for five minutes. That's because in that, in, it was only in that five minute segment. And again, that could be scattered throughout your 60 minute activity, as was the case for me, that it was recognized that you were putting on any exertion that increased your heart rate. So let's talk a little bit more about exercise before I jump off. Um, I recommend, especially over the age of 50, that you try and invest in a good heart rate monitor. You want to be exercising between 60 to 80% of what is called your maximum heart rate. 60 to 80% of your maximum heart rate. That's where you get that aerobic exercise. That's where you get that aerobic capacity. And how do you calculate your maximum heart rate? 
you simply subtract your age from the number 220. So for instance, I am 55. So my age minus 220. Let me do the math real quick. <laughs> so let's do the math real quick. My age minus 220 would be about 165-ish. That would be my maximum heart rate, okay? So I want to be exercising between 60 to 80% of my maximum heart rate. Sometimes when I'm really involved in an intense um, exercise regimen on my bike, for instance, or running, I may find my heart rate going a little higher than 80%. It may go as high as um, you know, the 150s, but you don't want to sustain that continuously. So again, for somebody like me who is 55, 60% of my maximum heart rate, so let me do that math again, 220 minus my age is 165, and 60% of my maximum heart rate will be between 99 to 80% would be 80% would be, oops, <laughs> don't you love it, uh, would be about, so 99 to 132, and I can tell you a lot of times I may be exercising outside of the 80%, but again, um, you know, if you're not accustomed to physical activity, start within that range, and depend upon how, if you're doing something like high-intensity interval training, which we'll discuss in another episode, you may find yourself kind of going out of that range, but you want to invest in a good heart rate monitor, which is the topic I was discussing. Invest in a good heart rate monitor. There are lots of heart rate monitors out there on the market. I personally like using a an armband, a, a heart rate monitor that has an armband. Now your, your Apple Watch or you, any other fitness watch will also be able to give you an idea of your heart rate as you're exercising. But if you have not been accustomed to exercising, I strongly encourage getting a heart rate monitor. So that's this episode of the Wellbeing Moment. If you have any questions, any suggestions for any mini episode of the Wellbeing Moment, please feel free to reach out to us at info at drno.com. That's I-N-F-O at drdoctorreno.com. And to learn more about me, my platform designed for that woman over 50 who's looking to thrive, go ahead to my website, www.drno.com. That's D-O-C-T-O-R-E-N-O.com. Until next episode, thrive on.